You know you can stick it. Why do we always assume everyone knows where they can stick it? Suppose you don't know. Suppose you're a new guy. You have absolutely no idea where to stick it. I think there ought to be a government booklet entitled, Where to Stick It. Now that I think of it, I believe there is a government booklet like that. They send it to you on April 15th. Extortion day, everybody. Now bend over and take it. <laughs> you have found the only Animal Farm show broadcasting here on the We the People Radio Network, simulcasting on the Ron Paul Revolution Radio Network, as well as many low-powered FM stations all around the country. I am Ben Miller here with my fellow reluctant taxpayers, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. Today is indeed April 15th, Tax Day, a dreadful day for all free Americans. We've got a lot of news for everybody, and this is going to be a jam-packed show. Um, we're going to be taking your phone calls as well, and we also have our ridiculous story of the day straight ahead. You're on the farm. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. <laughs> You're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. Well, as always, we want to start off the show with a little craziness. Wackiness to keep your tax day rolling along. And so we shall read about this eight year old who was suspended for sniffing a marker. Yes, eight years old, folks. Eight years old. Westminster Adams School District 50 is defending its decision to punish a third grader for sniffing a Sharpie marker. Eight year old. <laughs> eight year old Ethan Harris was originally suspended from Harris Park Elementary School for three days. Principal Chris Benish reduced the suspension to one day after complaints from Harris' parents. Harris used a black Sharpie marker to color a small area on the sleeve of his sweatshirt. A teacher sent him to the principal when she noticed him smelling the marker and his clothing. He said, it smelled good. They told me that was wrong. This is Ethan the Kid. <laughs> Unreal. Ethan's father, John Harris, says the school overreacted for treating Ethan as if he was huffing or inhaling the marker fumes. I think it's outlandish, John Harris said. It's ridiculous. Ethan shyly shook his head no when the reporter asked if he knew about huffing. Well, I bet she knows about huffing now, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benny stands by his decision to suspend Harris, saying it sends a clear message about the substance abuse. This is really, really seriously dangerous, Benish. Again, it's the principal who said this. In his letter suspending the child, Benish wrote that um, smelling the marker fumes could cause the boy to become intoxicated. So, you know, way to lay down the law there, principal. Excellent. Good work. So, ben, go to, We go to school to learn now. But why not just, you know, just, if they're that much of a big deal and that much uh, danger to our kids, then why not just not buy permanent markers for the school? I don't know. It's just too easy of a solution. But why don't we just take it take it away, Ben? Maybe they should have put him in the timeout closet. These poor kids. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to go to that one. School puts autistic boy in timeout closet, Mom says. An old no. home country mother has filed a complaint with the state after learning that Crestwood Elementary officials put her 8-year-old autistic son in a small, empty room nearly 80 times last fall because of his behaviors, sometimes locking him in. Oh, my God. 
They keep calling it. They keep calling it a timeout room," said Jean Montgomery at Centerfield, who had pu- pulled her son from Crestford. It's a closet. It's not a timeout room. Not a closet. Oh my goodness. So. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Ben, in the, in the tradition of tax day, I, I, why don't we just keep our government officials in check here? So we will talk about the federal credit cards that were misused. This nice. is uh, Washington Post. Federal employees use government Whoa. credit cards to pay for lingerie, gambling, iPods, internet dating services, and thirteen thousand uh, dollars, an actual thirteen thousand dollars steak and liquor dinner. According to a new audit from the Government Accountability Office. (laughs) Who who works in the Government Accountability Office, Ben? I'd love to get those people on the air. Welcome to the White House. That's right, George. Which, um, this office, the Government Accountability Office, which found widespread abuses in a purchasing program meant to improve bureaucratic efficiency. The study released by Senate lawmakers yesterday found that nearly half the purchase card transactions it examined were improper, either because they were not authorized correctly or because they did not meet requirements for the card's use. The overall overall rate of problems is unacceptably high, the audit found. There's no acceptable amount here, folks. But the GAO also found that agencies could not account for nearly $2 million worth of items identified in the audit, including laptop computers, digital cameras, and at the Army, more than a dozen computer servers worth $100,000 each. Wow. What? So, I mean, folks, you know. So you got a lot of small-time crooks taking advantage of the uh, yeah. of the bureaucratic American system. Right it's, now. it's amazing. And, you know, we're paying all these taxes, and maybe, you know, maybe this is a... Well, it pales in comparison to the to the $3.5 trillion missing is. from, the, Depending from on. the Department of Defense. Oh, uh, yeah, Department of Defense. It, it's, I mean, it's amazing. We always say it, but everywhere you look now, it's just corruption problems, and, and, and you know, the government's always, always behind it. But it goes on here. Senator Norm Coleman, a Republican from Minnesota, requested the study along with Senator Carl M. Levine, a Democrat of Michigan, said that money intended to pay for critical infrastructure, education, and homeland security is instead being spent on iPods, lingerie, and socializing folks. I'll stop there. You can check it out at WashingtonPost.com. Federal credit cards misused, Ben, just one of so many stories of how our money is being just extracted from us illegally and used for... God knows what. Not just the money, though. We have stolen military equipment found on eBay. Ah, oh. You can go on eBay and find stolen military equipment if you want. Stolen and sensitive U.S. military equipment. This is out of the Washington Post, including fighter jet parts wanted by Iran and nuclear biological protective gear has been available to the highest bidder on popular Internet sites, according to the congressional investigators. Using undercover identities, investigators purchased a dozen defense-related items on the auction site eBay, an online network Craigslist from January 2007 through last month's and received the items no questions asked. Oh, boy. Nuclear power pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, folks, as many of you know, the number has changed. It is 512-646-1984. Once again, that's 512-646-1984. Looking forward to hearing from you. Obviously, we missed out last Thursday. Uh, looking forward to hearing your, your, your thoughts, your phone calls, any gripes that you want to get out. Obviously, this is a big gripe day. Uh, and, you know, as if all this news already is just not, it's just make you shake your head. Uh, more Second Amendment issues here. This time from Walmart, uh, who are now getting ready to film all gun sales and bid to fight crime. Reuters, uh, Walmart Stores Incorporated, the world's largest retailer, unveiled plans on Monday to 
film its gun sales in the, in the United States and create a computerized log of purchases in a bid to stop guns from falling into the wrong hands. <laughs> but you're registering for the guns anyway. Walmart, which is the largest seller of firearms in the United States, agreed to a 10-point code, which also includes rigid inventory controls with a bipartisan coalition of mayors against illegal guns led by New York's Michael Bloomberg. Well, Ben, I mean, you know, I'm a little ignorant here, but... If they're being purchased in Walmart, they're illegal. So I don't understand how this is going to cut down on illegal gun sales that are happening in the country anyway. Well, then putting a story out like this, it really it really puts a message across that guns equal crime. Well, that's and exactly that's, it. It's completely yeah. opposite. It's it's more guns equals less crime. I mean, that's that's we all know that statistically that's that's the way it happens. Yeah. Um. You know, and and Walmart's just beginning with this. I have this news clip right here where they are now, and we've covered this before, um, where they're doing gun searches of homes. They're knocking on people homes in Oakland area and they're they're trying to get people to open up for uh so that they could search their home for guns. Well we okay. talked about it then we talked about it in Washington DC. I think it happened in Boston first, then D C and now and now in, and now in Oakland. It's happening all over the United States now and yeah. the more you read it's happening more and more. No. Right? Here's the audio clip that uh that goes with it. It's, Shoot it up, go ahead. Got it <laughs> Would you invite police into your home to look for guns? Robert Lyles on a proposal in Oakland that would have officers searching houses for weapons without a warrant. Robert? Well, Ken, a fundamental constitutional right is the right against unlawful search and seizure inside your home. That's why some here in Oakland were surprised to hear that a plan has been green-lighted that would allow police inside your home without that warrant. Now, as you're about to hear, supporters say you lose nothing, but civil libertarians say if this passes, there's no telling what you may lose. Your home may be your castle, but by summer you could receive a rap from an Oakland cop looking for guns. This is about consent, so nobody's going into anybody's home who doesn't get permission. Oakland Council member Desley Brooks has proposed something unheard of in California, a consent to search program. Instead of cops gathering a warrant seeking a gun that may have been involved in a crime, homeowners call the cops and voluntarily let them in. Under this pilot program, the gun is removed and no criminal actions are pursued, with one exception. If the guns have been involved in a homicide or a shooting, obviously we have to, to look at those issues and we have to follow up. With Oakland's murder rate at nearly 40 lives, the pilot program isn't hard to sell to some. I think it's a good idea. I would call the police because I wouldn't want a gun in my home. Consent to search isn't new. Homeowners in St. Louis, Boston, and Washington, D.C. have already allowed cops in looking for guns. In Washington, D.C., they say they have more requests than they can respond to. But others think Brooks' plan is a slippery slope. If a cop can enter a house or anybody can enter a house without a warrant for guns, then they could enter a house for something else. That's exactly what makes the ACLU nervous. They tell CBS 5, as it stands, many people don't know they have the right to refuse use a police request to enter their home. And once a cop is inside a home, the ACLU sees nothing in the pilot program that limits the scope of the police search. And that bowls over those who think consent to search is licensed to trample over the Constitution. You want your own house searched? I, that's a concept I'd have to... <laughs> that's a new one on me. Now, consensus search goes before the full council on Tuesday. If it passes, it is expected to launch at the start of summer with West Oakland being ground zero. Ben, I got to tell you, just, just the way 
<clears throat> not only the media, but the way the government here and this situation with these now these three places in the United States, just the, the way that they're manipulating gun crime. Uh-huh. It's so diabolical how they manipulate it into making people who do live in places that have high crime rate due yeah. to guns think that they're going to be safer. You know, because you had people in that in that story there in that clip who said, oh, I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know. I don't think those people understand what's really going on here. It's always been portrayed. This in three now in three places, but it's always been portrayed as oh, the people are asking for this. They're the ones inviting this into their homes. They're the ones who are for this. And the more and more you look deeper, and I think even Lou Dobbs covered it when it happened in Boston, or I'm not sure if it was this year Boston, but the more you look into it, it people do not want this. This is it's just being manipulated by the media. Well, yeah, there are a couple points in regards to that. Is you're totally right, Tony. Um, you know, they use well-meaning people that are ignorant out there that, right. that don't understand the statistics. And the, and the people that um, use those well-meaning people are the exact same people that are trying to enslave us. So they right. put, the, put the message out there, we've got to get guns out there, we have to keep the people safe. And then those people that are pushing those orders are the ones that are trying to enslave us, the same ones that have passed all these executive orders that are going to be the result of what happens when they take all of our guns. And they are trying to take all of the guns that are out there. Um, this this clip right here um, explains all the presidential executive orders. Now we've talked about these on the show. Oh yeah, a lot of times. Um, but this is basically what happened uh, in in Katrina. What they did is they uh, carried out all these executive orders, um, and uh, President Bush declared a national emergency, and they were able to do all this stuff legally. Legally, these are presidential executive orders. So I'll play the clip from the movie Washington. You're fired, and we are going to have the. Uh, the, the uh, writer-producer on um, Thursday, I believe. So here is the clip. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control the highways and seaports. 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communications media. 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. 10998 allows the government to seize all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind. 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. 11,002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. 11,003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. 11,004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, and designate areas to be abandoned. 11,005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. 11,921 gives the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency the authority to take over all banking institutions in the United States. You heard it right there, folks. And that is from the movie Washington, You're Fired. And these are all the executive orders that happen. Um, that, that happened during a national emergency. So you could have oh, a crap. flood going down in Texas. Uh, George Bush, uh, you know, calls, up, calls it a national emergency, and then all of a sudden all those rules apply up here in uh, New York or Connecticut right. or wherever you're from, all the way on the other side of the com- country. And these are all uh, laws that are established and, and quote-unquote legal. They're not according to the Constitution, but they'll tell you that they're legal all day. So when the thug uh, comes into your house to... 
to take you out of your house and to form you into a work slave brigade, and you say, hey, man, that's unconstitutional. It's right there. They're going to say, I have the the executive orders. Don't play politics with me, boy. Get your ass out of I mean, it's in the legislation right there. It's not not even hiding it. And, Ben, we talked at the end of last show, uh, last Tuesday, we talked about how FEMA has the ability to take over the media, essentially, yeah. in, a, in a crisis, an emergency situation. And I tell you, we were, talking, yeah, we were talking about it after the show, and it raises some interesting questions about uh, 9-11, and particularly about the BBC report about Building 7 falling. But, folks, uh, much more on this when we get back. Uh, your phone calls and a new report uh, talking about a new chemical or a chemical that's found in plastics that could be very dangerous to your health. So stay tuned. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. This is Jack Blood of a syndicated radio talk show, Deadline Live, with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. 
You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back to the Animal Farm, ladies and gentlemen. Number to call in is 512-646-1984. And the screen name, if you want to instant message us and talk trash, is Animal Farm Show, which is one word. That's A-I-N. Um, a little more health news here, and uh, probably a lot more before the end of the show. A new report is now raising the alarm about a chemical found in plastics. For the first no. time, this is the first time now, the federal government is raising health alarms about bisphenol A, or BPA, a chemical in plastics that is used in such varied items as dental fillings, baby bottles, and sports water bottles. The I'm nation- kidding. No, I'm not kidding. The National Toxology Program part of the National Institutes of Health released a draft report today that says exposure to the chemical may be linked to breast cancer, prostate cancer, early puberty in girls, and such behavioral changes as hyperactivity. It urged for the study. The report marks a significant departure from earlier positions taken by the government, which had maintained that there was negligible human health risk associated with BPA. Quote, this is breaking new scientific ground, said Aneli Jacob, a senior scientist at the Environmental Working Group, a nonprofit uh, public health group. Quote, it says that a very low doses, in very low doses, similar to what people are exposed to now, BPA poses a risk of adverse health conditions. Once again, folks, this is bisphenol A. This report came out of the Washington Post. So many great stories here, Ben. And if nothing else, what I take from this, beside the obvious, besides the, the risk of this particular uh, chemical found in the plastics, Ben, is this is... This is why I cringe when I listen to other talk shows, whether it be on mainstream media, FM, AM, you name it. This is why I cringe when I hear about people gawking and laughing at, like, the risks of aspartame, for example, or anything else. It could uh-huh. be in any, in, you know, just when, when hosts out there just criticize people uh, and, t- and call them loons when they try to bring up actual concerns about something. Because, look, this could be another example. We could have been talking about this for years, but now... The government just came out for the first time, is and and they're now raising health alarms uh, about bisphenol A. And meanwhile, you know, how long have we used baby bottles made of plastic, sports water bottles, dental fillings? We've been using these for 50, 60, if not more years. Absolutely, and not, and not only that, but it's you know they sit there and they laugh at you, and you show them a picture of a of a rat with a tumor the size of itself. Yeah, and they'll just laugh at you. I mean, that just goes to show the 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 state of being that we're that we're in here. You know, it's it's. It's incredibly ridiculous. You're absolutely right, Mr. Ventura. Absolutely. We do have a phone call. Rick from New Hampshire, you are on the farm. Hey, how you doing? Rick, how are um, you? Okay. Uh, uh, it's a good book called The Hundred Year Lie about the FDA. Uh, the writer's <laughs> name is Randall Fitzgerald. Okay. And he covers all this stuff about, you know... Uh, uh, you know, the FDA was uh, founded in uh, 1906, and he did this book in 2006. So, you know, it, it was like covering uh, the FDA's record. You know, it's the same story, just like the Federal Reserve created to create financial stability, and, of course, they're behind every financial crisis we've ever had. Same old stuff, you know. Uh, and, and I got a question. Uh, you read those executive orders, and you said they came from a movie, and I didn't quite get the movie, and that's what I wanted to know. Could you tell me what movie that is? 
It is a brand new movie called Washington, You're Fired. And we're actually, if you want to tune in, Rick, uh, oh, Thursday. You're fired, okay. It's called Washington, You're Fired. If you want to tune in Thursday, Rick, we're going to have the uh, writer and producer on the show. Um, and we're going to be playing a bunch more clips from the movie. Um, it was an excellent movie. They sent it to us for advanced review. And I, I got to say, it was up there with with uh, Freedom to Fascism. Wow. Absolutely. It was just a, a mind-breaking movie. My, my girlfriend was watching it uh, with me while she was doing her taxes. <laughs> and she was kind of like, oh, my goodness. So she was very blown away by things. And I'm like, honey, I've, I've said this stuff to you before. But I guess just the movie portrayed it in a way uh, that was very um, easy to to uh, digest. So that's the movie, Rick. Okay, uh, so uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. At your sh on your show, you're going to have the, uh, the, the, the guy who made the movie. Absolutely, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, are you carrying the movie uh, on your, uh, at your store or something? Uh, no, we're not carrying the movie out of the store, but we will put a link up um, on Thursday after we interview him. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for your call, Rick. I appreciate it. Ben, you really got my curiosity going here. I mean, I mean, we all know how effective and how, uh, how good America Freedom to Fascism was. Just from a movie standpoint, Iron Russo being a Hollywood director. Um, and I think, it, I think it really has a lot to do with the movies that are coming out now and even the remakes. It's just, you know, the standards are, are you know, being upped and upped and upped. And uh, hopefully, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. And, yeah, we'll, we'll have clips of the movie playing, and, and I'm looking forward to the interview as well. But just getting back to this whole FDA thing, and, and once again, uh, Rick, thanks for your call. And the book you said was 100, The 100-Year Lie, or 100-Year Lie is a book out there about the FDA. And, you know, again, this, this is why I go crazy. Um, you know, it's 2008 here, and uh, we're now for the first time we're hearing about this, you know, this possible harmful, uh, you know, chemical, bisphenol A, which is in baby bottles. I mean, uh -huh. is this not enough to go absolutely sick and run through the streets yeah. uh, in, a, in a rage? So... Again, Ben, this is why I just go nuts when people out there and even other talk shows out there when they assume that there's just no risks and that, you know, people are just conspiracy theorists because they think microwaves are harmful or something like that. Uh, I, I'm not a scientist. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. I don't have, you know, physical proof. But I think we have to keep all options open, and especially when it comes to the FDA, and, and Rick pointed it out. It's the same old crap with these with this organization. There's so many problems. Full um, crap! Yeah, you, just, just in the big pharma realm alone, we've talked about in the last four shows, Ben. Uh -huh. Just in the big pharma realm, the FDA has dropped the ball so many times, it, it just can't be by accident. Now we have this new thing that, uh, you know, we, we've discovered now that uh, people that are taking massive amounts of drugs and they're on these cocktails of drugs, go to the bathroom, uh, you know, piss in the water, <laughs> it, gets, it gets flowed through the pipes and it, and it doesn't get filtered properly. So now we're, the water that we're drinking out of the tap has uh, people's byproducts from uh. all these chemicals that they've taken, these drugs that they've taken, Whoops. and the FDA is completely ignoring this. It's just terrible. So it's 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 really disgusting, you know. It's and I'm getting sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, but this article right here in relation in relation to trash. Uh, I guess that's kind of a cheap segue. But yeah. <laughs> Bin brother is watching you, not Big brother. Oh boy, <laughs> Bin brother is watching you. <laughs> and yeah. this, is, this is out of Sydney, Australia. Uh, but I'm sure it'll happen here in the United States shortly enough. Uh, the, the, there's a revolution going on in waste management which Big Brother would be proud of. Tucked away under the rims of wheelie bins found in two Sydney councils are small radio frequency tracking devices collecting information on household waste habits. 
Randwick Mayor Bruce Nutley Smith told the world today they are way they are the way of the future. We will be able to find out the weights of various bins and collect the data the data the entire amount as opposed to the quantity that is recyclable. He says the garbage truck reads the data on the bin, weighs the bin, and the data is collated on a computer. We've aimed to increase our target problem areas in the city where there's a lower level of recycling. So this will be here to punish you if you don't if you don't properly uh, recycle. You gotta be kidding me! Incredible. What? Unbelievable. Australia's bad too. <laughs> oh. we, got, we, we got a lot of problems with Britain here, but uh, Australia's very, very bad. <laughs> well, I, we, we so often then we talk about the uh, you know how the UK and the UK that just the stories coming out of the UK are just you know so much worse uh, oh, man, on I, average. I don't even want to show you the stories I got here. You got some you got some good UK syndrome uh, material. I, Spit it out, Ben. Go ahead. They're uh, they're they're mic they're they're going to be microchipping their police. I'm, I'm looking through my stack here because I have a, a ridiculous amount of things, but they're they're going to start microchipping uh, their their police. They're setting up mandatory microchipping right here. Met police officers to be microchipped by top brass in Big Brother style tracking scheme. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Met Chief Sir Ian Blair could be among 31,000 officers to receive the new electronic tracking device. Every single Metropolitan Police officer will be microchipped so top brass can monitor their movements on Big Brother-style tracking schemes. It can, it can be revealed today. According to the Respect Industry Magazine Police Review, the plan, which affects all 31,000 serving officers in the Met, including Sir Ian Blair, is set to replace the unreliable airway radio systems currently used to help monitors police officers' activity. So that's one of the bizarre things coming out of, uh, <laughs> out of Brand. I, just the one that comes to mind too, Ben. That one about the you know the shower the shower cams. How parents uh, in the UK were outraged about the cameras in the school bathrooms and stuff like hey, that. Baby. It just it, it makes you absolutely sick. And at least things are not that bad here. But whatever happens there happens here. So folks, much more to come. I'll actually I have one more thing about the tap water, Ben. I want to talk about it. So stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Show. Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don, for making my job so much easier, because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work, we can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them, and what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect, that yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart, and also has metal chelating effect, and most of the other herbs in there are fine that strengthen the arteries, they help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, it's working on the liver, it's working on the arteries, what more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Times are tough right now, but there are a lot of different ways to get ourselves out of this mess. Providing for our own food, water, and power are a good start. As you may have heard by now, Ken Solar has been configuring alternative energy packages for over a decade. One of Ken's most popular items right now is the new solar-powered generator. For a lot less than you'd expect, this portable system can chop up nearly a third of your electric bill. Getting yourself onto solar power is one of the most liberating things you can do 
for yourself and your family. The solar-powered generator will run your lights, fan, electric blanket, your refrigerator, and a whole slew of household items. Visit Kim's website at kensolar.com for free downloads, free videos and how-tos, and, of course, the new solar-powered generator. Enter the GCN coupon code during your order and save an additional 10%. Get a solar-powered generator now from kensolar.com. That's kensolar.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. All right, continuing on the water story here. I know we covered it a couple of shows ago where how bad the water really is and how the drugs, and then you just mentioned how so much of what's slushed down the toilet seems to be ending up in our drinking water, which is really awful and uh, kind of makes me sick. But RINF.com actually did an interesting little uh, piece on this, and they had the opening paragraph was, you know, this guy walks into a bar, three guys walk into a bar, one gets a beer, one gets a scotch, and the other guy says, want something really hard, give me some tap water, and <laughs> it's not funny. It, shut up, Hillary, it's not funny. It was hard not to hear about the mess our water supply is in. The March AP story was picked up by almost every media outlet imaginable. Members of the National Investigative Team reviewed reports and talked over the 200 officials and scientists for a five-month period. The AP writer's conclusion struck fear into many thirsty Americans um, who suddenly told the drinking, they're drinking urine. That's basically what it says. Uh, not any urine either, but drug-filled urine, possibly from their neighbor up the road. So right. once again, RINF, this is a long, long piece. And it's got a lot of, it's a good culmination of all the investigations that have been done with the fluoride ban and, you know, the reasons why there's fluoride in the water. Uh, but folks, if you haven't picked up a water filter, and, and believe me, we're not making any money off the, saying this, but definitely get yourself one. I personally have a Berkey, I have a Sport Berkey, and I have the, the big, uh, gravity one so i just i mean yes. you know and water is really typically water is great in new york i mean it, typically it's the best water in the country but still i mean the more you read about these things i just don't want to be drinking uh those chemicals coming out of urine that, yeah. sorry <laughs> I, I know i'm weird i know i'm a conspiracy theorist but uh, you don't you don't like to drink urine i mean you know i mean I, you know I've, I've been off of it for a couple of years now ben it just it just, just doesn't doesn't appeal to me <laughs> i want to hop back on the dragon <laughs> My God. oh man we gotta we gotta i am blast here from steve he says, okay, so if there's a gun in your house, why would you not be able to take the gun out yourself? Is there some sort of special magical tool that the cops come, that the cops have to come get the gun? 
They must have wandered into your house without knowing so that you'll never see a nasty gun ever again. Well, there actually is a tool um, that they have. It's called the Patriot Act, and it's mm. called Sneak and Peek, and they can go into your gun without a warrant whatsoever and take whatever they want, seize whatever they want, never let you know that they were there. Um, and then if uh, anybody is home, your housekeeper, your neighbor, uh, your wife, uh, they could actually put a federal gag order on her so that she can't even tell you. Um, that that they were ever there. Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's lots that is of unbelievable, there's man. lots of quote unquote laws like that out there. Um, but you know, if we look at the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, obviously that's quite illegal. But what they do is they try to uh, they try to convince you that guns are bad. Then they come and they knock on your door and they say, "Can we please come into your house to search for guns? Maybe if you just if you just moved here, there might be a gun hidden somewhere yeah, in just, your house. Just, just check it out. Let's just check it out. We don't want anyone to get hurt. And uh, that's that's no. how they do it. That's how they spin it. That's how they go out. And they can't wait to get rid of the guns. They can't wait to get rid of them so they can carry out those executive orders with no uh, with no um, uh, response whatsoever. Organize this into nice slave brigades. That'll be that'll be great. Well, there's also the conditioning part of this, Ben. I mean, I think we we barely even talked about this, but this is more uh, it's more conditioning, in my opinion, than anything else. It's just getting people ready and willing and able and used to in a lot of ways the idea of government officials coming into your house even if you're innocent uh, to check for something and, and just like we learned we learned from the boston story where this was happening in, in, in boston massachusetts we learned that it really wasn't so much about finding guns because if they just happen to find drugs they can prosecute on prosecute you on those as well. It's not it has nothing to do with it. It's just getting people used to people coming into their houses. Massive search, mass in. arrests, mass roundups. Um, just it's 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 horrible. It's conditioning and it's illegal. And um, and like we said before, it's really diabolical how they're using this against the people who just want to have basic safety. You can't blame those people. I'm not against those people. We all want to be safe, especially in our houses, in our neighborhoods where we go and we need to go to the markets and, and play, you know have our kids there. Yeah. But uh, again, they're using it as, oh, look at all this gun crime in this city. Most of it's due because people don't have guns in their houses because people don't protect themselves. Yeah. And like the studies always show, Ben, uh, you know, when, when there are guns, legal guns in houses, uh, crime goes way down. But back to your phone calls, Dave in California, you're on the farm. Hey, guys. How's it going? Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, look, um, I'm calling all the talk shows like crazy today because I might be a little bit out ahead of this story. You've heard about the uh, the Week of Freedom and the Shell Game and Steve Alton, I take it? Yes, I've heard. Yes. Okay. Well, it's being promoted as, you know, this is going to be, we buy all these books, buy lots and lots of books, buy one for everybody you know, and this will push it into the top ten of uh, uh was it Amazon.com, and then this fellow will be able to represent 9/11 Truth on the TV. That's the plan, right? Now, Dave, have you ever have you ever read Shell Game? I'm, I've got it sitting right here in front of me. I just read it. That's really? How was it? It was horrible. It's it was horrible. Lies. It's it's part. It's basically a softened up disinformation version of they let it happen on purpose. And okay. He he throws in a lot of malthusing and stuff as well. Like you know, if we don't get rid of the CO2, we're all gonna the Earth is gonna burn up, and and peak oil has already happened, and by 2012 we'll be in the middle of this horrible die off. And well, it's okay because 80 percent of us need to die anyway. I, so basically, kidding. basically, Dave, it's a very Michael Moore Al Gore type of uh, you know yes. t a book. Okay, I understand. Go ahead. Can go I, on. Can I make, just give you a couple quotes out of it? That's, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. This is in the in the foreword by the uh, by the author of the story behind the show game, page XX in the beginning. Quote: The following work of fiction 
becomes nonfiction in or about the year 2012. Be forewarned, our clock is ticking. That's okay. So basically, what he's saying is, you know, this this is going to come true. And then moving on, <clears throat> uh, this is a, a part about Katie Couric inter interviewing a presidential candidate. Katie, first and foremost, I would put an immediate freeze on CO2 emissions in a moratorium on our new coal-fired plants that don't capture and store CO2 emissions. Our goal is to reduce atmospheric carbon dioxide by 90% within the next three decades. And then, oh yeah, next, I would eliminate the payroll tax and substitute it for a carbon tax, something Vice President Gore has been pushing for since 2007. Oh, yay. And then let's see. Here's a couple more of them. Okay. Well, this is the one that really tells it. This is this is in the uh, sort of serves as a bibliography. It's pretty loose the way. Well, he Dave, Dave, it. let me let yeah. me interrupt you real quickly okay. here. What is, I mean, what are you trying to say? This this I'm truth. Saying, uh, this is a, this is a honeypot. This is disinformation. And what's happening is, and I, I hate to do this because I just love the 9/11 movement. But what's happening is, all the big names jumped on board. They're going to all buy the books tomorrow. They're all going to say, "Yay!" The guy's going to go. Jetting up into the into the heights of the 9/11 Truth Movement with a book full of lies that nobody's read yet. That's what I'm saying. But let me give you the last quote yeah. because this says it all. Go ahead. Okay, this is one of the things that he was using as his uh, um, stuff that he read and got some of his information from a bibliography. See quote. See even with oil, the planet only has a feeding and energy capacity for about two billion people. We manage we manage now because. Four billion of our fellow human beings are slowly starving to death in Africa and Asia. That leaves about a billion or so of us lucky ones who get to lead the charmed life. Only the rules change when the pumps run dry. Divide six billion into what little food and fuel resources are left after the big rollover, and you come up with approximately 500 million people, give or take a few hundred thousand. Reference confronting oh, wow. the 21st century's hidden crisis, reducing human numbers by 80% by Kenneth Smale and Food, Energy, and Society by David and Marsha Pimentel. So, yeah. Yeah. This, this is now, Dave, Dave, I mean, listen, Dave. I mean, first off, on the 9 thanks for the call, Dave. The 9 11 movement thing, I'm wondering uh, who's really going to get on board with this. I doubt the Jesse Venturas of the world or the Charlie Sheens are going to get involved. It seems like they know what's really going on. Uh, it's going to be funny to see it play out. It's going to be interesting, more appropriately. Um, but as far as the global warming thing, regardless of how, you know, how severe the problem is, Ben, uh, the more you look at government solution, and it could be uh, state government, local government, or, you know, the actual government themselves, the federal government, all you see or all I see is more taxes, mm -hmm. more taxes, more taxes. Los Angeles considers global warming taxes, came out a couple days ago. Um, to fight global warming, and the bill in Sacramento would enable Los Angeles County Transit officials to increase taxes on motorists. It's a bad idea that many foreshadow even worse even to come. A bill as a climate change mitigation and adaptation fee, Ben. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Just poet, poets. Uh, the measure would cost motorists either an additional 3% motor fuel tax or up to a $90 annual flat fee based on vehicle emissions. And, I mean, as, as if it's not bad that friggin' gas is three thirty nine. Uh, average price a gallon. The new charges would be on top of taxes already paid at the pump. Either option requires a majority approval by a vote of the people. Um, 
the more you look around it, they're not trying to curb the emissions. They're trying to get more money from people to lower the amount of people driving. So squeeze the people harder so that they can't afford the gas. Don't try to fix the problem. Yeah. Ben, your thoughts. I know you're dying to say something. This <laughs> is illegal, you know. Yes. I know, and, and you know, I want to I want to give my, my libertarian perspective here. Why don't you yeah, 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 do that, Ben, because I, I want to get into this, and I want to get people. We have to look at the root cause of the problem. So when we get back, uh, more of your phone calls and more of the animal farm. Stay tuned. Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. This is Jack Blood of a syndicated radio talk show, Deadline Live, with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E-Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network.
possible. Well, I will say to him that if it's possible, Your Majesty, you know, consider um, what high prices are doing to your one of your largest customers. <laughs> so, so that's what we have going on. Words you know? of a genius. Words of a genius. And I, I you know, I want to get into um, what we're talking about with the. Uh, with uh, uh, the technologies and stuff like that, the, one of the reasons that we're in this mess, regardless of whether you think CO2 is going to be uh, is causing global warming and stuff like that, there's there's an honest to god collusion to kill all all alternate forms of technology between the government and private organizations. We know that car organizations have gotten trouble for for killing the uh, electric car, um, and in collusion with the government, in collusion with military contractors that need to go overseas in order to, for for their industry to make money. Um, for that to happen. So sure. anytime you get government involved in, in regulating prices and stuff like that, you get all types of uh, uh, conflicts of interest left and right. So it's 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 a horrible thing. You know, if you if you really wanted to fix the problem, you'd go towards alternate fuels, regardless Nuclear. of whether CO2 is, sure. is yeah, exactly. a problem or not. You know, there's there's the immediate problem where there's the CO2 emissions, and yes, there's something right there to be dealt with. But, oh, you know, just going well beyond that, we are destroying our planet, and it's not just about our cars. That's that's something that has to do with it. Of course, it's a big piece mm -hmm. of it. Um, but just the way our pollution and our garbage and the way that we dispose of our garbage and the things that we use, so many things could be done uh, more efficiently and in a better way so that we keep our, our planet cleaner for us. The planet's going to be here no matter what we do. Everybody's like, oh, save the planet. It's, it's BS. The planet is going to survive humans. However, humans may not survive the planet. Uh -huh. We have to treat this as our only home right now because, God forbid, we should, you know, find other homes. Yeah, but uh, you know, this there it is, and you know, we obviously, like Ben said, we left off with the uh, with the whole global warming tax, and, and and the more you look at government solutions to this problem, they are financial solutions. They're not going to try to clean the cars. Uh -huh. uh, I've been saying that for years. How come we can't figure out a way to filter the damn cars or find a way to to burn cleaner fuels? We know that exists. The electric car existed what 50, 60, 70 years ago, yep. and it was killed. So now they're printing solar panels out. Exactly. So I mean, look, the solution Solution has been here for years, decades, and uh, it's it, you know it's it is it's fascism, it's it's corporate and government collusion, like you said. That's a fact. Brilliant. That's a fact. And and one of the things that they try to do is they it's the reason that they they're not printing out these solar panels and they're not putting them in the paint in the car that can run the car itself is because it's not monetarily in their best interests. Exactly, because you know, and and you look, you know, every single day I wake up and I, I throw on CNBC. For the last what? For the last 15 days, and every single day, oil is up a buck. Oil is up two bucks. Yeah, uh, and it's always like highlighted by orange. And you know, today was no different. But this story yesterday out of Fox Business, New York, uh, crude oil futures rose to a record settlement on Monday, coming within striking distance of last week's trading record as the dollar fell and crude supplies were disrupted in the U.S. and overseas. Light, <laughs> light sweet crude for May delivery rose a dollar sixty-two uh, to settle at a record one hundred and eleven point seven six dollars a barrel. It, it's 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 nice. mind-boggling on the New York Mercantile Exchange. The contract had hit a tracking record, a trading record, excuse me, uh, one hundred and twelve dollars uh, twenty-one cents per barrel last week, following a U.S. government report showing an unexpected decline in inventories. And that's the other thing too, Ben. Is it proven that we're running out of oil on the planet? Is that really absolute fact? Um, 
You know, I used to, I don't buy it. I used to I used to think so. I don't um, think it is. I, I used to think so. Um but then I've seen contradicting facts that say there are plenty of oil fields here in the United States. I just heard on I just heard on friggin' radio last week that they just found a huge field of oil. Another another huge uh And they supposedly found a a, a large one that was larger than the one in Saudi Arabia exactly. in Russia. Um so such I, garbage. I, I don't know. There's such conflicting information about it that it's it's it really is you gotta look for it into it yourselves, folks, and, and make your own decision. And let us know if you the lie, the easier the sell. That's right. But, you know, so so much of it is squeezing us. And, you know, we were talking over dinner tonight, and it's just, you know, when when do the you know the people really, what's, what's the breaking point? I mean, how much more can they raise the price of gas? 3.38, Ben, when I first got my car, it was a dollar a barrel or 98 cents per hour. 3.38, and, and we're getting instant messages here that are saying 3.65. Oh, yeah. We have one uh, here from this article, 4.11, it's saying, for diesel fuels in some places. Oh, diesel is ridiculous it's, it's, right now. It's wow. a very bad situation. You know, trucking costs are going up. Um, and, and, you know, one question I have to pose towards uh, the listeners out there is McCain just put out his economic plan and had uh, talked about how there would be, uh, I think he called it a gas tax cut for, the for I think, uh, a couple days or something like that. They're going to cut the gas tax, so there's no gas tax out there. Um, which which he was saying might stimulate the economy because everything runs off of uh, gas, you know, deliveries and and plastics and all the stuff uh, in our in our economy really runs off of gas. So he was talking about uh, gas tax cuts for a day or a week or something like that. And I'd like to to know what you guys think about that out there. Number to call in is five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. That's five one two. You think it's my opinion? Now, but I think it was. <laughs> Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four and drop us an instant message AOL instant message screen name Animal Farm Show. Yeah, and folks, thanks for the uh, for the email blast and the instant message blast. Once again, Animal Farm Show. One word there, uh, we we appreciate it. And obviously, with the format of our show, Ben, we you know we jump around so much, and and we're really glad for the extra info. And yeah, I mean, look, folks, I don't have all the answers. You know, we don't know every single thing, and that's why um, you know we're, we're glad for you know we appreciate your input. Um, and your phone calls, of course, and you know, there's so many things, Ben. You know, I barely even talked about health. There was a new study that came out that said there's not enough money or doctors uh, to adequately care for aging baby boomers. And this is, you know, we're jumping again, but this is another huge concern because you put all these things together, all this money being spent, you know, on the war and God knows what else, and all the money being made, and all the money missing from the Pentagon, and all the money being abused by our politicians. There are, there are many straws on the camel's back. <laughs> they, they, take, they took Social Security away from us, and meanwhile, they're stealing our money to buy prostitutes. You know, prostitutes, and yet there's not enough money to take care of our parents who have done such a good job taking care of us. Um, FoxNews.com, millions of baby boomers are about to enter a health care system for seniors that not only isn't ready for them, but may even discourage them from getting quality care. Quote, we face an impending crisis as the growing number of older patients who are living longer with more complex health needs increasingly outpaces the number of health care providers with the knowledge and skills to care for them capably. Um, as I said, John W. Rowe said this, professor of health policy and management at Columbia University. Rowe headed an institution of medicine committee that released a report Monday on the health care outlook for the 78 million baby boomers about to begin turning 65. The report from the Institute and arm of the National Academy of Sciences said there aren't enough specialists in geriatric medicine. Insufficient training is available. The specialists that do exist are underpaid. And Medicare fails to provide for the for the people and the team care that many elderly patients need. So, 
you know, Ben, again, I mean, how are we going to deal with this? You know, what are we going to do about this? I mean, it's not my problem. Residents, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, <laughs> can still serve a purpose. <laughs> That's wonderful, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Pies, for that. Uh, yeah, it, funny and great. Uh, and again, this is not exactly my problem. Well, then again, though, Ben, if you know, if you have parents, I have parents. Who's going to take care of, of of the people that took care of us? I mean, is it not going to be the sons and daughters who have to pitch in extra money that we don't even have to begin with? Yeah. You add all of these problems up: the credit crunch, the credit crisis, the baby boomers who are not going to get the health care they need, or have enough money to pay for the health care because of Social Security, and all the money and all the gas money that we can't afford. What is going to happen? There's got to be a breaking. Well, that's the reason why we do the show. So we go out there, we give the information, we let people know that there's this massive freight train coming to smack them in the head and bust their skull open. Um, but people are still pushing Democrats. They're, Democrats and amazing. Republicans are pushing each other on the train tracks while a massive train is heading towards them. Yeah. And they're arguing about uh, who, who said why, who said what, and, and did you, did, you know, what, what did you take from me? What's what's going on? Oh, it's just, it's it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm the last person that's got to tell you that this election is already a disaster. It's a sham. It's a disgrace of American politics. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, are we really seriously talking about Obama and how he... He said something about this and that in Pennsylvania. Are we really do we really care if, if Hillary Clinton took a shot of alcohol at a party? I mean, is, are no. these are these the issues that are really pressing that we really need to focus on and fix and bring light to to fix our problems? I mean, we, in the in span of the show, we've only been on the air what about an hour now. We've talked about. 14, 15 major, major, major issues just in our country alone. Uh-huh. And yet the media today is filled with how Obama's deeply regrets the choice of words, uh, you know, how, how he said this and that. And then you look in the post and it's Hillary Clinton with a shot glass. I mean, it, folks, when are we going to wake up? When are our fellow men and women going to wake up and see that this is complete BS? This is just an entertainment uh, industry and they're just keeping you lulled asleep. Uh-huh. Well, so many pressing issues are going on, and it's no wonder why you try to talk to the average person out there, and they don't have a damn clue as to what's going on. They no. don't have the first clue. That's, it's up to us, and it's up to all the yeah. people that are listening yeah. right now to go out and, and put shows forward like ours. Don't even put our show forward. Who cares yeah, about whatever. us? You know? mm-hmm. Go put out. Go put forward Alex Jones. Go put forward Al, uh, Jack Blood. Just tell them to listen to real alternate media, because yes. the crap that they're putting out of, of uh, ABC and, and you know uh, Fox News and CNN and the MSNBC, it's all garbage. It's all it's all trash. It's all tabloid politics. It's all top tier politics. No no nitty gritty. No nonsense. And we're gonna be playing, you know, Hillary coming up in a little. You bit. You have that clip there, Ben. I, I was gonna remind you. You have that clip of uh, I think it was Tim Russert. You got to cue that up after the break because this is just a good example of just nonsense. What they're talking about. It's just crazy. It's unbelievable. But folks, thanks for thanks for the support. And yeah, you know, try to get the message out there. Thankfully, because of alternative media, there's so many flavors um, and so many things that we can get out there and so many different tries. So when we get back, uh, tax-free internet shopping may be a thing of the past. Stay, stay tuned on the farm. Stop being a lemming. It's ever
The Bill of Rights protects every American's God-given right to keep and bear arms. Now that right is being seriously undermined as legally registered rifles are being confiscated in some parts of our country. If we're not careful, we may find ourselves with no right to own guns. And that's where Gun Owners of America comes in. Gun Owners of America is in Washington every day fighting for you to keep that right. Congressman Ron Paul has called GOA the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You need to be part of this great grassroots group of activists who are keeping the heat on their members of Congress. Find out right now how you can join. Call 888-886-GUNS and get started receiving their fact-filled newsletters and action alerts. Call 888-886-GUNS or go to their webpage at gunowners.org and help make your voice heard in Washington. Make that call right now and call Gun Owners of America at 888-886-GUNS. Remember, it's not just about gun control, it's about control. Folks, welcome to the Animal Farm. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Welcome back. <laughs> no, it's not the beginning. It's the middle. It's the middle. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 all right. Oh, boy. So, well, what were we talking about here? Oh, well, holy, the, that totally threw me off. Well, if you're like me, Ben, and you try to, you know, save it. I mean, we talk about all these financial issues, and we, we even scratch the surface with the oil, you know, being at a record high, dollar being at a low again. Uh, if you're like me and so many people who try to save money uh, because of the issues with gas and everything. You know, you shop online, Ben, and you could save by a lot of times not having to pay tax if you buy from another state. And, of course, there's so many great, besides eBay, there's so many great ways to shop online just to save a couple of bucks yep. and not going to the, uh, to the, you know, the mall. But yep. sure enough, these rat bastards are just figuring out more ways to squeeze us these days, so tax-free Internet shopping days could be numbered. If tax-hungry politicians get their way, the days of ordering items over the Internet and not paying sales tax may be Come just a fond memory. What a surprise, Ben. Once again, just more ways to get more money out of us. Right now, if a California resident orders something from a Seattle-based Amazon.com, for instance, he or she won't be charged sales tax at the time of purchase. That is because Amazon doesn't have offices in the state of California. Hmm. Pro-tax politicians want to change this by allowing California to force Amazon to collect and submit sales taxes, and they may have found an ally in the United States Congress that, contr- that is controlled by Democrats. Two bills are pending in Congress that would allow tax collectors to target out-of-state Internet and mail-order retailers. And their supporters are optimistic about their political prospects. Quote, I certainly would love to see a floor vote, said Neil Austin, Federal Affairs Counsel for the National Conference of State Legislatures, or NCSL, a lobby group for state politicians. Quote, we've heard encouraging words from the Democratic leadership in the House. So, Ben, It's not enough that they take 30% of our paychecks. It's not enough. Uh, and they take everything from everything. They take money from what we spend, money from what we earn, money from what we win, money from what we gamble. Everywhere you go, you're getting they tax, squeezed. They tax Social Security, so they tax on money that you've already been taxed on. Um, they're just they're just incredible. A bunch of slime balls. You know, time to get up in the morning yeah. and flush the toilet. Go ahead. They're taxed. 
Then they go and get a coffee. They're taxed. They get into their car. They're taxed. They go to the gas station. They're taxed. They go for lunch. They're taxed. And this goes on all day long. Tax, 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 tax. Oh, my goodness. Um... And nobody knows. Nobody cares. Yeah, this is taken out directly from their paychecks. They don't even look. They don't even crazy. care how much money is getting taken from them. Yeah. And I, I still talk to people who just shrug their shoulders and say, well, what can I do? And, and just, you know, just are accepting this slavery, this financial slavery that we're in. Uh, this story, again, this is a very long story. It's very well done. It's CNET.com. News.com also carried it. Um, you know, Piet and I were talking before dinner. We're, we're, you know, we like playing poker. We're big fans of, you know, holding this whole thing, going to casinos. And you just try to take, uh, for example, if you go to a casino and, you know, you, you take out your money out of your wallet that has already been taxed because you made it and you put it down. You have to pay tax on the entry fee. You have to pay tax if you win the money back from the tournament. It's amazing. I mean, in every which way. They're banging you. I don't know how else to put it uh, appropriately. It's just it, it's absolutely crazy. And the question I asked after is, you know, how much more of this curse word are we going to take uh, before we do something? And, and of course, you know, we we already are. I mean, even in this story, you see the tyranny response team shirts bet uh, at the rallies in Washington. Um, how badly do we really need a Ron Paul right now? I mean, how crucial? We need a Ron Paul. We also need all our listeners out there to start doing things. You know, we're we're going to be getting the the uh, writer and producer of Washington. Uh, you're fired on. Huge. He's going to be on. Yeah. He's going to be on Thursday. One of the underlying messages of that movie is run for office. Yeah. If you are a if you're a citizen of this of this great country, yeah. then you're then you're Broken. authorized to run for office. The shattered union. The shattered union. <laughs> you're authorized to run for office. I mean, look at the people that we have running right now. They're the biggest idiots in the world. I have this Hillary clip coming up. Oh, this is it. She just lied. But these people are pathetic. I mean, you're talking about the most some of the most corrupt pathetic individuals Bastards. I've ever seen in my life. McCain's a retard. I'm not I'm not even going to get going. Go ahead, Ben. Get out. Let it go. No, I'm just going to We need it tonight. Story. Get it done. <laughs> Here you Coaches go. Were pathetic the whole country point. shot. Your former boss <laughs> was in Boonville, Indiana the other day, and this is what he had to say about his wife. There was a lot of fulminating because Hillary one time late at night when she was exhausted misstated and immediately apologized for it. What happened to her in Bosnia in 1995? Did y'all see all that? Oh, they blew it up. And you would have thought, you know, that she'd robbed the bank the way they all carried on about this. And uh, some of them, when they're 60, they'll forget something when they're tired at 11 o'clock at night. All right. Yeah. That's why it was Something. 1996 rather than 95, which is a much different time frame in Bosnia. Uh, there was no immediate explanation or apology. It took uh, at least a week. And it didn't happen late at night just once. In fact, the first time we can find was back in December. Let's watch. Uh, we used to say in the White House that if a place was too dangerous, too small, or too poor, send the first lady. So, you know, we landed in one of those corkscrew landings and ran out because they said there might be sniper fire. And then two months later at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I remember particularly a trip to Bosnia where... The welcoming ceremony had to be moved inside because of sniper fire. And then three weeks later, bright and early in the morning. I remember landing under sniper fire. There was supposed to be some kind of a greeting ceremony at the airport, but instead we just ran with our heads down to get into the vehicles uh, to get to our base. <laughs> I still have no idea what this whole thing's about. Greeting ceremony. 
and we basically were told to run to our cars. Now that is what happened. What actually happened was leaving the plane and uh, strolling over to a rather extended greeting ceremony, uh, just contrary to the way Senator Clinton had explained it. <laughs> so just a complete 1,000% fabricated lie. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I still have no idea where this came from. This Why would the, she lie about this? This is the quality of our, of our politicians out there. They can't even help lying. You know, they lie about getting street cred, like they're a rapper or something, like they're a gangster. I mean, I, I know that 50 Cent came out and said that Bush was a gangster and that he was a big fan of him because he just did stuff. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, criminals, you know, admire other criminals. Yes, exactly, and that's um, and that's what happens. But that's the, that's the level of politicians we have out there. It's pathetic. All right, uh, it depends upon what the meaning of the word is. <laughs> yeah, right. and they have everybody fooled. You still have people at these rallies who believe that they're going to get change with Hillary Clinton, even though Bushes and Clintons have run the White House for 28 years, something like that. Incredible. All right, back to your phones, Dave in California. You got 30 seconds to make the point that we cut you off for making. Go ahead. Okay, this is about 9/11 for me. There, here's a page. 331, the U.S. Bank Tower, Los Angeles, California. Rising 73 stories above ground level, the U.S. Bank Tower, often referred to as the Liberty Tower, is mm -hmm. the smallest North American skyscraper west of Chicago, blah, blah, blah. And uh, let's see, years earlier, the public learned after the fact that the building had been one of the original infrastructures targeted by Al-Qaeda. Yeah, I know. One attacks, but was lately, later a target of a foiled attempt in mid-2002. That right there is total lie. And we're going to put this guy in charge of the week of truth? The hell with that. <laughs> yeah. That's fabrication. But what, what, yeah, what about the FEMA when they had the false uh, media interview there, the false press conference? All right, Dave, is that it then? Yeah, it's all about lie hop instead of my hop. It's trying to soften it. It's a limited hangout. Don't no, no I, I agree. Thanks for the call, Dave. You're the man. Uh, I appreciate it. Pam in Arizona, you're on the farm. What's on your mind? Hi. I just want to throw this out uh, for what it's worth. It's been bugging me. Um, I haven't really talked to anybody about it, but um, in the book of Revelations in the Bible, it, it says that, you know, that uh, the future was revealed to John and that he was instructed to write down what he saw. And he saw one world government. Does that mean we failed? Oh, yes. I've read about that in the Bible. Oh, yeah, Mr. Rogers. Interesting, Pam. What do you think about it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have much, Ben. We can accept the Bible as truth, which I do. Uh, and he looked into the future, and he reported what he saw, and that's what he saw. That means we failed. We did not well, succeed in, in uh, stopping this train wreck. <laughs> Well, listen, Pam, I think, you know, I don't think that it's, I don't think the battle is completely over yet. I think no. we still have a chance to win this thing. Um, I do think if that. If we won it, wouldn't, wouldn't the book of Revelation be different? I mean, isn't it written in stone, what happened? No. Now, Pam, I mean, and, and again, no, because I, not necessarily. I mean, there are different there are different cycles that the that human beings can go through. I mean, we can go through a whole another two thousand years of the same crap we're going through now. Yeah, we could destroy ourselves literally uh, with nuclear weapons and whatnot like that, and then continue to go through the same cycle two thousand years later. So the Bible could be right. Uh, listen, I I'm not you know I I'm not. Uh, I've read the Bible before. I'm not a current reader of the Bible. You read the whole Bible? Yeah, I have read God, the whole entire God bless Bible you, before. Yeah. And, um, and and some of the things that are, are in Revolution are, are incredibly surprising. I mean, just, uh, you know, the the foresight and the forethought. I know Mike, Mark Twain went out of his way and spent an enormous amount of time researching how um, the Mark of the Beast could come to fruition. He wasn't even able to do it. 
I mean, he was he was someone that was considered, you know, an extremely smart character up there with Einstein, and he wasn't even able to do it. But now, you know, a 10-year-old can basically figure out what the mark of the beast is yeah. um, if, if they look at this stuff. So I, I kind of take it as a... a um, how did they know type of thing, and, and there's an incredible amount of foresight in the Bible. There, there is. Yeah, no, and Pam, let me, uh, I'll weigh in, and for what it's worth, and I'm glad you brought the question up, uh, I, <laughs> frankly, then, I've, I have not read the whole Bible, and I, I give you a lot of credit for uh, reading the whole Bible. That's a lot of reading, but uh, the book of Revelations, to me, is, is incredible, and I have, I'm somewhat familiar with it, and uh, I still don't think that the, that, you know, the war is not over. We haven't lost, because we're still here. Uh, the fact of the matter is, it, theoretically, if the country, you know, rose up one day and just turned the TVs off for one day and demanded our freedoms and our constitution back to where they were and got back to a real form of, or, you know, a real form of government that we need, it would be over, you know, and these, these bastards would, would retreat. And I think, I think we're making a lot of headway, but it just, to me, it just seems like the more and more we do this show, the more and more we talk to great folks like yourself and great callers, it just seems like we're kind of running in circles, but I still don't see the mass majority of people waking up fast enough. I know there's been incredible headway. I mean, and a lot of people are waking up, thank God for the internet. Um, but no, Pam, I don't, I don't think, the, thank you, Pia. Um, I don't, th- I don't. I don't. I have no idea. I, I don't think the. I don't think the war is over. I really don't think the war is over. I mean, we're still fighting it. So I, I think it, well, we can at least be safe in saying it's not over. Go ahead. If it truly is written in stone, the, the, the Book of Revelation, and there's nothing we can do to change it, um, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe we're being arrogant to think that we can change the course of the future. If God is telling us what the future is, and we think in our arrogance that we're going to change that. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, Pam, I'll, I'll say this. Um, nobody's going to tell me what my future is. Uh, if nothing else, I'll live by the principle of, you know, uh, consequence belongs to God, that whole thing, you know. But if nothing else, I am at least in somewhat control of what I do. I'm doing this show. I could be sitting watching Fox News and eating pretzels right now, but I'm not. Uh, I'm trying to make some difference. We're trying to fight this war, and I do very little bit compared to other people out there. Um, the idea that everything's already written in stone and we're arrogant for trying to make ourselves a better life for ourselves and our future, I think it's ridiculous, frankly. And, and I'm sorry if that offends you, um, but no, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and let rat sons of bitches uh, in government dictate my life and do things to my family and my countrymen and abuse so many of the things that our veterans have fought for. If I'm doing this for no other reason, I'm doing it for the people that have lost their lives to fight these damn wars, uh, whether they're corrupt or whether they're just or not, uh, for our country, to keep our country safe. And they believe that they were fighting for that. So, no, I'm, I'm not going to sit back down and, 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 you know, take the Bible literally and say, no, there's nothing we can do, so let's just sit back and relax and let it happen. That's not going to happen. No way. Uh, again, Pam, I'm sorry if that offends you, and, but that's, that's what I believe in. Uh, I'm not going to sit back. That's not how I was brought up. That's just not how I'm built. Ben? Ah, well, we also have Romans 13 listed in the Bible that uh, basically kind of talks about, you know, authority being... Using clergy to, you know, well, no, to use Romans 13 against a, in a time of uh, crisis. Yes, exactly. And, that, and we have the, the instance of Romans 13 basically saying that authority is, is endowed from God. God um, is the people that gives the government the authority to do the things that they do. And we all know that's, that that's not true. Um, so we, you know, that I, I don't believe that that covers the entire context of the Bible. I think, for the most part, the Bible uh, goes against that very much. So I know that you know Jesus' teachings in the Bible go against that wholeheartedly. Oh yeah. About uh, government worshiping and them being endowed by God and the the Creator. And 
stuff like that. So, I mean, I think I think we have to I think we have to have a look inside of ourselves to find out what's right and wrong and to find out what our fate is. Not not necessarily a book. I think that there are a lot of great ideas in the Bible and there oh, are yeah, I agree. incredible revelations and there are a lot of uh and incredible foresights in there, but we have to look to ourselves ultimately. Man, it goes it to goes to instinct. Look at nature, okay? People protect their tribe, and, and it's it just goes right back to simple instinct, human instinct. Someone comes into your house, they're threatening you. Are you going to try to protect yourself, or are you going to just let it happen? Yeah. Um, I, I guess a lot of people have in this country, especially, we have become so complacent, and that really is the word. We've become so complacent with what's going on, and we don't act. And I, I I've heard people, and I'm not putting Pam in this category. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying I've heard people say that because of the Bible, we should just let government do their thing and turn the other cheek. Well. I guess I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to answer for a lot of my actions, Ben, because I'm not doing that. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a hero. I'm gonna go out with a gun and fight in the streets, but I'm not gonna sit and let this happen. I'm gonna try to do something to prevent it. Um, so no, I mean, I, you know, that's not gonna fly here. And keep in mind, not everybody believes what you know necessarily in the same religion here in this country. And let's keep in mind that really we have to look at it from America's standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody has different beliefs. We have to respect one another's beliefs, but let's keep it going. Let's have the ability to do it. We are appreciating all the phone calls tonight, folks. 512-646-1984, or you could drop us an AOL instant message at Animal Farm Show. All one word. We'll be right back, folks. That's kind of like the Bible. Not a lot of sex, a whole lot of violence. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powdered seeds and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. This is Jack Blood of the syndicated radio talk show Deadline Live with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. 
with a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire truth movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Great host. Great topics. Free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Well, it's a very appropriate song to come back in from our last uh, break there. We've kind of struck a chord here. We're talking about oh, a lot of things, but, you know, the essential duty to protect oneself, one's family. And we had Pam call in uh, talking about Bible prophecy. And uh, we want to get your phone calls. We have loaded phone lines now. So we're going to just kind of go through and get your thoughts on her or whatever else is on your mind. So we'll uh, start off. Uh, Dennis in Florida, you're on the line. What's up? Yeah, I wanted her. She is correct. Okay, the Bible... She's absolutely correct, but it's a one-world system, and we're already in it, IMF, monetary, et cetera. So, so no, we haven't lost. No, there's no point in not fighting. So she can fully believe in the Bible as the absolute word and truth, but we're already in the one-world system, So, and that's what it is. So, so tell her, yeah, I mean, we're just starting the fight. Hang in there, uh, swing away, and uh, take them out. Yeah, no, and Dennis, and, and again, I don't want to give people the wrong idea. I, I, I'm just amazed with so many things I have written in the Bible, and yeah, you've, Revelations, Revelations alone is so amazingly describing what's going on right now. But look, uh, I, I just cannot buy for a minute that the, the war is already over. No, that's BS. The war is going on right now, and if it's a war, you know, everybody has their own way of categorizing it. Uh, but the thing that really boils uh, my blood is when people say, "Oh, shouldn't we just sit down because it's already been lost?" But anything else in your mind, Dennis? No, no, that that was all. I mean, that that's that kind of thinking. That's uh, you know, it's just funny. You guys are talking about the taxes and everything else, and it, you know, everybody stand up at one time stops everything. It's just that simple. You know, today Absolutely. was the 15th, and you know, people gather in D.C. Hey, you want to shut it down? You know, let's have 100 million people stop paying taxes. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I, I can't real quick. Yeah. You can't do a darn thing with 100 million or 300 million people. They're going to do whatever we say. So, oh, forget it. They, we want to make it. No question about it, Dennis. And there's there's been so many great quotes about that. Uh, you know, government has control, but we have the power. The population has the power. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the other, there's so many, so many things to think about. But yeah, I mean, you know, how could you think that it's already been lost? Even if it's not your God-given right to live a great life, it's your right. I mean, you know, you control somewhat of your destiny. There. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if Pam was saying that or whether she was asking the question. I tend to yeah, think she right. was probably asking the question. But I know that there are a number of people out there. I'm not that blaming would love Pam. To be I'm there. 
craziness right. and uh, and would love to think that this has already happened and it's all right. done for. So let me just stop caring and let me just go on with my right. life and go on with surviving. Yeah, you, that's a good point. I, and I don't, I don't I don't think we should do that. I think I think we need to stand up for. Her, right? Well, I mean, I mean, frankly, I'm not doing it. And Pam, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to get on your case. I'm not actually accusing you of being or believing that. I'm just saying I know for a fact. I've talked to people who have or who do uh, believe in that idea that you know just be complacent no matter what. Mm-hmm. So Pam, I, I don't mean to call no. you out, but uh, keeping the, the the ball rolling here, Barbara in Texas, you're on the farm. Hey, um, well, I think there's more to Revelation than what Pam spoke to. Uh, Revelation 3:15 and 16 uh, speaks to complacency uh, specifically. It says, "I know thy works that thou art neither co- cold or hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art in form and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth." I mean, that's you got to pick a side and fight for it. And we are in a battle. And we can't step away from the, from what is looming up in front of us. And we also have to be careful because um, Jesus spoke to, you know, trying to predict when the end is going to be. We don't know that. Yeah. That's only something that God knows. Now, Barbara, and you, you know, when the you... The greatest marketing tool that they, they have in their arsenal is using our religion against us. That's exactly yeah, what they're no, doing, Barbara. Absolutely. But, you know, when you speak about lukewarm, um, you know, wasn't, from my understanding or my remembrance, wasn't God talking about, um, uh, you know, or, or wasn't Jesus talking about uh, praising him and worshiping God, not necessarily fighting fighting one world government? Wasn't he talking about that when it, when, when he was well, speaking about lukewarm? I know, uh, if, you go, if you say that I'm rich and increased with goods and have no need of nothing, and though it's not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, then you you're you're living a lie, and you're just living for consumption, and um, you know not for God. Absolutely. And he wants you to choose a side. You are either for him or against him. You are to pick up the sword if you are for him and fight this battle. We don't know when it ends. Well, but, well, but what's your what's your standpoint, Barbara? Do you do you want to? Do you think it's better that we? get together as Americans, no matter what we believe or what book we call, you know, the Bible or whatever, and at least fight against the corrupt politicians, what do you think we should do? What's your, what's your take on it? This, is our, this isn't a gift that we have in our country. It's our duty as citizens to participate and run the country. It's our duty to run for county commissioner. That's probably one of the most important offices to run for. We have to take back local governments first. And you have to go through Republican and Democratic parties to do it because of our delegate system. And um, it, it, it's retarded, but we we have to take back what has been infiltrated into, um, while we were watching TV. No, I, think you make a, I think you make a really good point, Barbara, and I agree 100% with the local government. That's where it's got to start. Uh, and I think you also make a good point with the, with the bipartisan system. Unfortunately, we have to, uh, we got to kind of use their own weapons against them in a way that, yeah, I mean, we're so polarized, but yeah, we have to get into the Democratic and Republican uh, parties, even if that's not really yeah, what we are. I think that's a great she makes a good point, point that, uh, that Barbara makes, and, and thanks for the call, Barbara. I think that's a great point, and I also think what you're uh, talking about in the Bible is a great point, you know. I, I know a lot of people don't like to hear about the Bible because they think it's just, you know, a piece of a work of fiction or whatever. But there are a lot of a lot of important philosophical beliefs that have come out of the Bible. So sure, people sure. just toss it away like it's nothing. That boils my bones too. Oh yeah, you know, no, I agree. I'm personally not. I'm, I'm personally not a Christian. I don't believe that there's a, a, a conscious God out there. Um, but I, I respect the Bible. 
um, because of its philosophical arguments that it has in it and, and many of the, the, um, the stories that it has and, and many of the, the basic word that it preaches, I, I find it very substantive. Yeah, and I just want to get to a point where, you know, you and I and people out there who don't believe in my God and all this stuff, if we could just get to a point and stop with this debate where all of a sudden you have to believe in my beliefs for me to, you know, like you. That's not what America's about, folks. I'm sorry. And even if it's not about, it's just not, not today, not in today's day and age. We have to find out a way to unionize and get back together and figure out a way so that we can live our lives free and without uh, government intervention. And just to touch upon one more thing that Barbara was saying about how yet they, of course, they are perverting our religions and they're using them against us. We talked about Rod Parsley. How many more times do we have to bring this up without it getting talked about in the mainstream media? Yeah. I, I have not heard about this this guy since since it came out. All I kept hearing about was Obama's pastor, and not to leave, you know, let him off the hook. But again, televangelist Rod Parsley, a key McCain ally in Ohio, has called for eradicating the false religion of Islam. He's saying we should destroy Islam. That's America's purpose. And this is McCain's advisor. Folks, I cannot believe, you know, more people are not outraged at this guy. And McCain, especially, is not in the hot seat. But uh, getting it going, keeping it going, Phil in Florida, you're on the farm. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, uh, first time calling in to you. Glad, glad you're on the air. I traded emails with you. I'm with the uh, Central Florida chapter of Veterans for Peace. And Oh, yes. Great. Hey, yeah, we actually got yeah, Thanks for the emails. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm a tax accountant also, so that's why I haven't gotten back to you. But I'm listening in here, and, and uh, oh, what we do, uh, turn off the TV, man. Stop feeding the beast. You know, uh, uh, take that 50 bucks a month or whatever the hell it is for the cake. You'd be amazed. You can go on living once you cut your cable TV subscription off. You'd be amazed. It is possible. It is Life possible. Does not <laughs> stop, man. And you take that 50 bucks and, uh, you know, you, you go out and you buy two stacks of uh, 100 blank DVDs and you burn 200 DVDs and give them to 200 people, you know, whatever, uh, loose change or or terror storm or, or, or end game or, or hey, anything, Phil. man. Hey, Phil, Phil, yeah. we're coming up on a break here. Uh, can I hold you over? Just oh, one time to say. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Other... Okay. Great. Well, hang hey, on. We'll thanks. be right back. Okay. But I think you made. I think you made a good point there. Um. You know. Uh, and and we'll be right back with that when we get back. Animal Farm Show, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy has been the global supplier of the finest natural medicines. We specialize in keeping you alive and healthy. We provide outstanding products like ECX, Colodial Silver, Olive Leaf Extract, Oregano Oil, and hundreds of herbals, oils, books, and educational materials. We have homeopathic detox solutions for chemtrails, radiation, MSG, and aspartame poisoning. We also train naturopathic healers via correspondence education. Why wait any longer? Go ahead and do it today. Sign up on the web and receive our new 120-page catalog and a current Herbal Healer newsletter free. Simply log on to HerbalHealer.com and check out the online member testimonials and our hundreds of exceptional products. That's HerbalHealer.com, your website for safe, effective, natural alternatives and education. That's HerbalHealer.com. 
This is Dr. Catherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. All right, folks, 512-646-1984. AOL Instant Messenger screen name Animal Farm Show, all one word. We are talking to Phil, and Phil, you are a veteran, correct? Uh, yeah, a peacetime veteran. I was uh, after Vietnam. Uh, basically, you know, I didn't do anything special. Uh, all right, Phil, well, you're a veteran. we got to give you the applause, Phil. Hold yep. on. Oh, sure. It's uh, <laughs> all our veterans. About veterans for peace, actually, was, and this is one of the points I wanted to make about uh, uh, activism. What we can do uh, is, uh, I was watching that television, right, and uh, uh, I saw the Cindy Sheehan uh, camping out at Bush's farm there, and, and uh, uh, I, she was surrounded by these guys that had these veterans for peace T-shirts. Right on, and I got on the internet. What's this Veterans for Peace? I got their number, called them up. You know, I thought I had to be a, a wartime veteran to join. They said, no, any veteran can join. I said, is there a chapter here in Central Florida? And there wasn't. You know, so I, I, I uh, got a chapter going, man. And, and it's because I knew that if you, you know, I knew that if a chapter was available. That would be something where other veterans could join and we could be a force, you know. Right. And, uh, but the point I'm making is I saw the T-shirt, Veterans for Peace. 
and it had a, you know, and I think what we can do locally, I wear Impeach Bush that has the website for afterdowningstreet.org on it. I wear my Vets for Peace shirt. I wear shirts that initiate conversation, you know, uh, or at least the message is read, you know, investigate 9-11, 9-11 is an inside job, infowars.com. And, and uh, I talk in the, in the checkout line at the uh, grocery store, pumping gas at the pump. You know, uh, I'll uh, I'll just start conversations. I got introductory raps, man, and say the same thing over and over again. You know, uh, Downing Street memo or or nine one one we know dot com. You know, uh, man, I heard this colonel speak. He was a fighter pilot and he former interceptor pilot and he he said he knew the minute of the 9-11 that morning that uh, the government was involved i said how'd that happen he said well the jet usually intercept the planes off course and the standard proceed you know and i'll have these conversations you know right. uh loud enough where people over here and uh um but but uh regarding the bible and all that we hand out these DVDs and flyers. We've been out every Thursday night with the cold pink uh, anti-war protest. And, and here's the problem, man. And, and I hear it. Uh, it's this, you know, you're at a dance or whatever, and there's that you're waiting for that first couple to get out on the dance floor, right? Everyone wants to dance. Mm-hmm. For the past five, six years, man, it's been that same GD couple out there, and we're getting tired, you know. And people ain't coming out to join us on the dance floor, and we gotta, we gotta bring them out. We gotta. Sure, yeah. Well, Phil, the other thing too is that you know. That's a fact. Yeah. Thank you, George. Um, <laughs> you, you coming out, Phil, and you being of any veterans coming out and really talking, I think has so much more of an impact than I could ever have. People listen to uh, veterans for the obvious reasons, but Phil, keep the emails coming. Uh, I want to move on. Yeah. Anything else in your mind? Just give out the website one more time, Phil. Uh, veterans for Peace. Dot org and dot org. Uh, two other organizations, uh, CodePinkAlert.org, which uh, you can be a man and join Code Pink Women for Peace. Veterans for Peace, you can be an associate member. You don't even have to be a veteran. And Military Families Speak Out, which is MFSO.org. These are three groups that have really been out there, and you can be associate members. You don't it just join up and wear the damn t-shirt you know and and it got me to join and and uh uh you get these national there's chapters all over the country but there's we need more people out on the dance floor turn off the tv give an hour absolutely a week get involved no no question phil i agree i couldn't agree more and, and to the, to an activist point that you're saying and, and everybody hold on that's on the line we'll get to your calls very shortly um <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the activist points that he makes is that it's very important to, for all, for all of us to understand as activists that you don't even know the the impact that you're making out right. there. You know, you could wear a t-shirt like Phil was talking about, and you can uh, see stuff, and that'll spark your interest. I mean, for Christ's sake, I got into this because I was at some party drinking beer, and some hot girl came over to me, and I 
started wanting to pretend like I knew what I was talking about with politics, and she put me onto <laughs> hey, some Michael baby. Moore crap, and I ended up. That's finding, how I got into it. <laughs> what about, no, with, without the girl, without the girl. <laughs> but that's but that's how you know little things like that, and you never know the impact that you're making. That's the that's the greatest part about it. It's it's a it's a mystery, you know. Right. Even us doing this show, we don't know who we're reaching out there. Not only may, maybe we be reaching other uh, sure. activists, but we we could also be reaching other hosts out there. Out yeah. Jones, for instance, or we may influence something yes. that Jack Blood thinks about or something. You know, it, that you just never know, and that's it's it's kind of frustrating, but it's also endearing in a way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, there's at least in my case, there's some there's a lot of good, and there's some things that really get me mad. I mean, I have. I'm blessed with a great family and uh, a lot of good friends who who have listened and have put up with me during the during the trouble times when I'm like going up in rage. You know all this all this research, especially about 9/11. But still, there are some some of my best friends been who who you know I've showed them the the evidence. I mean, they but they won't even believe their own eyes because of the belief system and how strong it is. But we have a very special guest on the line right now, Jeffrey in Kentucky. You're on the farm. Get all the applause going. Get some music, Pie. I want some music. All right, all right. Jeffrey, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, uh, sir, I just uh, want to add one more thing to the Patriot Phil was talking about. Uh, Iraq Veterans Against the War dot org. That's another one to add to it. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got to get this posted, Jeff, if you wouldn't mind. I mean, I know it's 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 hard to get everything together, but yeah, I mean, and, and Phil, if you're listening still, folks, post it on our forums. Uh, Jeff and I, you know about this already, but folks, animalfarmshow.com is the website. There is a forums button top right. Just post it. It's it's there for you. It's obviously free. We got to try to get the information out there. But uh, Jeffrey, continue. I wanted to give out a warning, though. I want everybody to, if, uh, you can understand or un- or understand or listen to what I'm talking about. We have uh, high prominent um, military officials leaving the military in droves because they figured out this war is a bunch of bunk. And the people who are left involved in this war are the people who are making up war plans based on the book of uh, Armageddon or Revelations and the battle between Gog and Magog. And I saw this firsthand when I was over there with two incidents. One was uh, the Black Cross incident in Samar, Iraq, where there were a group of soldiers uh, infiltrating uh, mosques and spray-painting black crosses over holy sites. And the second one is we were receiving Christmas cards during Christmas time that had uh, messages on them that said, uh, thanks for re- reconquering the Middle East or the Holy Land for Jesus. Things like Christ, that. Christ, oh my God, it's just wow. it's sick. It's so sick. If you look at Major General Peterson, he came out right after the war kicked off, and he was talking a lot of mega churches, with the, which is against his conscience constitutionality for doing, but he did it anyway. He basically stated that his God was better than the God of Muhammad and that the only way we could uh, conquer this uh, uh, scourge is by uh, waging war against Islam. And basically, that's what we have right now. We have dominionist uh, higher-ups in the military making battle plans of, based on the war of Gog and Magog in the uh, Book of Revelation. It's amazing, Jeffrey. It really is, and it's it's such a shame that something something that could be so great and productive, and it's really supposed to be peaceful, like religion, has been used for the most bloodiest and deadly wars and this throughout really, history. I mean, this goes into what we were talking before, Tony, about John McCain's pastor. We go I know. On stage, <laughs> and he and he says his stuff, and John McCain listens to him, um, and obviously you know takes his advice, but never will go on public airwaves and say the things that this pastor says. So I bet you, I bet you, quite a bit of these politicians. Um, are using the using the Bible in their own uh, self justification in order to, well, to, to carry out these wars. Think, uh, 
I don't even think they're using the Bible. That's a bad. That's a bad thing about it. I mean, I'm not Christian, but I do see this uh, this trend, what they call post millennial uh, dispensation or dominionist uh, philosophy, and they believe that the world is supposed to be controlled by a certain sect of Christian until Jesus comes back, and it's his mandate. And you can tell who's behind this if you just look like Jay Seculo and uh, the ACLJ and people like that who are extremely forceful about supporting um, Israel through thick and thin, no matter what they do. John Hagee is another one. Yeah, and absolutely. They have, uh, they have flexible arms inside the military in the form of major generals, staff officer generals that are creating battle plans to end the world. Yeah, <laughs> and Jeffrey, and, and you know, God and baby, oh boy. Jesus help us. Yeah, and we really appreciate it. And, and Jeffrey, obviously, to tell folks out there, we'll tell them. You know, we we did an interview with you, and we got to do a lot more because just the information that you have, and the fact that you're a veteran, at least people will listen to you. They will listen to us and appreciate the call. Uh, Wyatt from Maryland, stay on the air. I want to get to this Petraeus uh, Ron Paul grilling session here, and we'll obviously take more of your phone calls. Animalfarmshow.com. Stay tuned. This is Steve Shank, J. Michael Stevens Group. Let's get real. Flour is already being rationed. Prices on food are getting so high, warehouses are installing security systems and guards. You can expect soon to see criminal activity in food. We're all in a foot race as to whether the food will become so expensive we can't afford it or there will be no food at any price. We can't grow enough of our own food even with genetically altered trash. It will give you the opportunity to eat perfectly engineered food. They think God didn't get it right, so Monsanto had to step in. If you think it's a little bit crazy to put in a supply of food, it's okay. We won't tell. Call 800-409-5633 on the web eFoodsDirect.com. That's 800-409-5633. It may be a little bit crazy. That's okay. Because there is no such thing as a little bit dead. This is Jack Blood of a syndicated radio talk show, Deadline Live, with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back to the Animal Farm Show, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get to the Ron Paul clip of him questioning General Petraeus, who, of course, avoids answering. I want to continue the phone calls. Very good tonight, folks. Really appreciate it. But Wyatt in Maryland's been holding for a long time. So, Wyatt, you're on the farm. Hey, how are you doing, guys? How are you, sir? Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, uh, had a great time last night in, Mar- in Maryland here. Ron Paul came to a local college, Goucher College, in, uh, in the uh, Towson area, which is north of Baltimore, and spoke uh, to a packed audience. Of course, uh, they had they had about 500 uh, general admission tickets, and probably four or 450 uh, students were there. Uh, it, it's a very liberal arts school. Gouser uh, College was uh, originally uh, all girls. Now it's co-ed, and uh, I think it's been co-ed about five years. And uh, the uh, ratio is 60% girls, women, and uh, 50%. Men, I mean, I'm saying 40% men, and uh, well, Ron Paul was great. He got a great reception. The people here, the people in Maryland, absolutely love Ron Paul. Mostly, it was it was well, it was a, it was a huge variety of people. I mean, from every class, um, I would say that the majority were middle class, uh, blue collar workers. But then there was the in between, you know, the at the other end of the spectrum of uh, college grads. Um, uh, professionals and uh, others, and many people from out of state came also. We sat next to people from Florida who have been to, uh, I would guess you would call them Ron Paul groupies, but I'm not sure. But they were very, very, very well versed and and uh, uh, lawful, it, it, all in the the gold system and uh, and uh, the money system and finances. Very interesting, very interesting. Ron Paul got a, a tremendous uh, 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 applause, standing ovation time and time again. Um, he's so enjoyable to listen to because he's a straight talker. Uh, he tells the truth. That's why. You know, why? Let me ask you a question. I mean, does he just give you goosebumps like he gives me every time I hear him speak? Is he just so inspirational, right? It's you know what exactly what did he address last night? Did people have a ability to ask questions, or was it just kind of a, a short speech? Yeah, well, that was a, he spoke for about close to forty minutes, 
And then uh, the students, only the students could ask questions, not the general public that uh, came in. You had to reserve tickets. It was, it was no charge, but uh, okay. you had to reserve tickets. So, um, but only the students were allowed to ask questions. It was very interesting, especially, uh, now, of course, they're young, you know, and when you're young, you, you really haven't had life experience to, to, uh, to really look at life and life situations politically and just life in general in a, a, in a life experience way. So since it's a very liberal arts school, there were some uh, very liberal questions asked. And, uh, of course, Ron Paul stuck to his guns. It was a, uh, an abortion question. It was a Roe v. Wade question. It was uh, right. uh, it was uh, uh, no child left behind question. But I could tell with some of these, some of the, the the young people who were asking the question, how how brainwashed they are, right now at an early stage. Sure. That's buying into this government knows best. Give us an example. Give us an example of some of the questions you heard, Wyatt. Well, uh, one of the questions was uh, goal, uh, no child left behind, mm-hmm. and the question was uh, paraphrasing now was. Um, what uh, since Ron Paul, since you, Mr. Paul, don't uh, uh, want government into in, involved in uh, many facets of of uh, life or, or our lives, what are you going to do about goals two thousand? As though it's supposed to be there. And right. She, yeah. was adamant, mm-hmm. she was very adamant about that, and she kept repeating it, even though he explained it sufficiently for every for for uh, a small child to understand, uh, she still didn't quite grasp it. And yeah, no, why? I th- I th- one one point I want to just jump in and make is, you know, a lot of people even I've talked to, and this is either people t- age 20, age 16, age 30, age, every age group, the people that I've talked to, um, sometimes they just don't want to even think about Ron Paul as a potential candidate because he's so different. They're so used to the status, you know, the status quo, the, the usual politician that they're like, oh, my God, you know, Ron Paul's so radical. He wants to get rid of the IRS. God yeah. forbid we shouldn't pay taxes. And not only that, they're so used to this massive government, this, these alphabet agencies all over the place, you know, the, the FBI, the CIA, and Ron Paul talks about getting rid of those. They're, they're, they, it makes them feel naked because they, they don't think that it, uh, we can function without them. Exactly. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that nobody there was tased, though, right? <laughs> Why, is that right? What's that? Nobody was tased at the event, I hope, right, Wyatt? No, nobody paid. It was a, an open event. Uh, I'm sure Ron Paul received uh, some kind of stipend for being there. I'm not sure uh, that wasn't revealed. But usually a speaker is paid uh, from the college. Um, well, you know what? It, at the bottom line, Wyatt, let's at least be thankful that these young kids have a chance to see Ron Paul speak as opposed to John McCain or well, Hitler Clinton oh, and all these other corrupt well, bastards. I think, they had, they had, they, they, I, think, I think a lot of students there supported him. But uh, uh, people who wanted it, there were a few guys there, a few guys there that uh, you could tell that they were on uh, that supported Ron Paul. But, but one thing, I mean, I'm going to say something that may offend people, but I really don't care because it's not really offensive. It was a, it was something that I noticed. Go ahead. Uh, as as an, I'm 52, um, it was something I noticed in in the way young people conduct themselves. Now they were very well dressed. They, there was no uh, no sloppy dress. Uh, but I, I was amazed to see that most of the guys were, were very feminized as far as their, 
In other words, there were no cowboys there. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you mean like a lot of GQ type things? Type men? Well, hmm? yeah. In other words, there were no real, Metrosexual real men. Right. <laughs> right. There were no real, real men there. Some of the women right. had more uh, masculine questions than the, than the men had asked. And it was just interesting to see that. Right. And it, uh, I can see, I, I just, as an adult, I'm wondering, you know, where are these people going to be? In our government? Because um, yeah, it, it's, no, it's a good question. <clears throat> Unfortunately, why we got to move on here. Any, any last minute thoughts? And, and all right, why? Thank you for the call. I'm sorry to cut you off. We're Thank almost you. out of time here. We're six minutes away from the end of the show. I got to play the end of this Ron Paul clip. I want to keep on the Ron Paul thing just for now. And in, in your estimation, does the administration have the authority to bomb Iran without further congressional approval? Now keep in mind, this is Ron Paul asking General Petraeus these questions, and Ron Paul goes on uh, with several long questions, uh, but I want to play just the one response here. This is great. Uh, Congressman, I, I'm the commander for Iraq, and I, had, I do not know uh, the answer to that question, and it's not within my purview. Uh, 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 Congressman, nor is it in mine. Uh, uh, I... Uh, you know, my, my job. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know anything about military uh, policy. I'm only a general. Um, you know, Ron Paul always, always gets the uh, the blood flowing there. And again, it goes on for a while. I just can't play the whole clip because we're almost out of time. And I guess it's a great thing that we have so many great callers. We barely even get to our news, Ben. We didn't talk about guns tonight, gun control, and, and we barely touched upon the procedures. I have all this Iraq uh, news right here. I just I got to get to a little bit. Go ahead, because it's, Go ahead. It's so important. We all knew this, but now it's been confirmed. Mm -hmm. uh, members of Congress invested nearly 196 million dollars of their own personal money in companies that received hundreds of millions of dollars a day from Pentagon contracts to provide goods and services to U.S. armed forces, say nonpartisan watchdog groups. Mm -hmm. um, and and this is you know this this is normal. So you have the politicians out there waging these wars illegally, waging these wars illegally. By the way. Um, <clears throat> And they're out there making personal money for us. It's a, a massive conflict of interest. Really um, is, and, and it's it's, it's business, it's and it's just it's just business in a much bigger form. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like you guys are a couple of bookies. <laughs> and then this other this other one coming out from Iraq: Iraqi government, uh, corrupt Iraqi government funding insurgents who are killing Americans. Yeah. So you also have a, a, a divide in the government over there, where we're trying to fund this government and we're trying to uh, get Iraq on there on their feet with our puppet dictatorship that we're putting in there, but there are, are still some resistance within the government. There's still people infiltrating the government and are uh, using government funds to pay off counterinsurgents that are uh, that are killing American troops. Yeah, well, I mean, the news is obviously uh, more often worse bad than good, but there is a, one piece here, Ben, I want to just run through this. Lawmakers want FBI access to data curbed. Washington Post, again, bipartisan groups in Congress are pressing to place new controls on the FBI's ability to demand troves of sensitive personal information from telephone providers and credit card companies over the opposition of agencies, officials who say they deserve more time to clean up past abuses. Mm. Proposals to rein in the use of secret national security letters will be discussed over the next week at hearings in both chambers. The hearings stem from disclosures that the FBI had clandestinely gathered telephone, email, and financial records sought for uh, for relevant to terrorism or intelligence activists activities excuse me, without following appropriate procedures. And sure enough, the people behind the bill, non-surprisingly, are Republican uh, Gerald Nader, Ron Paul, and Bill Delahunt, and Jeff Flake. Let's leave him out. But uh, 
Yeah, I know it's a shame that we can't get to all. I can't. I just, just we're trying to run through all these things, and it's so important. And we apologize, but we, we're so grateful to have you guys call in tonight. Uh, really pick up the slack. We appreciate it. Obviously, we will uh, be back Thursday. We will have Laura live with Charles Ratner. Plenty of fun. We'll try to get all the bad news out tonight. Maybe we'll have some more yep. fun on Thursday. And just to let everybody know, William Lewis will be on the show. He's the and producer, Williams. and he's the writer of Washington. You're fired. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be playing yes. a lot of clips from that and talking about that film. Um, so stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have anything else, Tony? It's just going to be a packed show on Thursday. I cannot wait. And once again, thanks for your calls. Folks, we will talk to you Thursday from uh, the Animal Farm here. I am Tony. For Ben and Pyeth, have a great evening and good night. Thank you. Goodbye.